0: Thanks for joining me on Set Apart. We will be discussing prevalent topics that young adult women face today. My goal is to challenge you to be set apart from the world and be transformed by the renewing of your mind. With that in mind, let's jump into this episode of Set Apart. So, today we'll be um, talking about satisfaction in Christ and what that means in our lives. And first of all, I just Um, First of all, I wanted to introduce Mrs. Rowe, who we'll be talking to today. Um, She has been working in her local church, Bible Baptist, for four years, and she's been serving at ABC as a teacher for four years also. Um, And I just wanted to get some of her advice and what she has to say about what the Scripture says about satisfaction in Christ. Um, So first of all, I wanted to just... Um, ask you what are the main areas that you see girls seek their satisfaction in um, from working with um, college students or um, in the past in um, schools that you've worked in?
1: All right, well, the first thing, Molly, hello. Thank yeah. you for inviting me here to do your welcome. podcast. All right, and one of the main things that I see girls seeking satisfaction is, is in the approval of other people, whether that approval comes from different relationships that they have or likes that they get on Instagram or um, different responses that they get when they post things on Facebook, Um, also in the friend group that they gather around them or uh, just approval from a boyfriend or parents or teachers or whoever Mm -hmm. it may be, a lot of times we find our self-worth in the way that other people see us rather than in the way that God sees
0: us. Mm Yeah, so um, specifically on relationships, if um, since we're talking about relationships, um, so as you say that like you're seeking in, in others, what would you say um, as to kind of go away from that? Like um, if you are like wanting the approval of others or wanting um, a number of likes on Instagram, how would you refocus your mind into thinking, oh, that's not right. I need to be thinking about this.
1: I think one of the most important things that we can realize is that um, our relationship with God has to be the center of, it has to be our center of focus, it has to be the center of our lives. Because we're believers, we're, we're talking to Christians today, then, you know, we all have a relationship with the Lord, and it's really easy for us to deviate from that relationship and not keep it the center of our focus, and when we start to... Shift our focus to our relationship with people that are around us. We are really kind of lost at that point. You know, we're we're like a ship without an anchor, and we're going to be tossed about wherever the approval of man takes us, whether it's on a high swell or it's down in the you know the depths of the sea, and we're really low. So the most important thing for us to do is center our relationship in the Lord, and when we do that, our relationships with other people become healthy. When our relationships with people become the main focus, those are unhealthy relationships, and we're actually using people, rather than loving and serving people, we're using people to help us feel satisfied. Mm -hmm. And and so we really become, um, rather than loving other people, we really become self-lovers and we're using them for our approval. So as we seek our satisfaction in Christ and in our relationship with Him, it shifts our focus to become servants of other people. Mm -hmm. And as we serve people, then our satisfaction comes from serving and pleasing the Lord, and just serving people brings us the satisfaction that He has designed us to do, whether we're being a friend, whether we're meeting their needs, Whatever it is, it all becomes a part of God filling us with his Holy Spirit and then using us as the body of Christ to meet the needs of others. That's a totally shifted focus from just looking at other people for our approval and for our satisfaction. So Mm -hmm. two opposite ends of the spectrum, really.
0: Yeah, and I think um, comparison and um, just what we see of other people doing, and I feel like I don't know if it's just for me, but as we're getting older in our college years, we're always thinking like, oh, what's the next step? Or, oh, these people are buying a car, they're getting a house, they're um, getting the job they always wanted. And we just say like, oh, well, I need to do that. I need to also um, have these things, have a boyfriend, have a good career, have a good life. And so I think that plays into especially my life as well as maybe others. Um, so I like how you said just focusing on God and serving others. Um, so specifically when we're always looking for the next step and like comparing ourselves, how would you say to be like content in, oh, your own talents, or maybe your life isn't the same as someone else's, but God's made you different. And so I guess, how would you like focus on that instead of others, other lives and others talents instead of your own? One of the, I think one of the major problems that women in particular
1: deal with, young women, old women, whatever, wherever stage you are in life, is comparing. And we have to understand, you know, I would say that I have a, I have a problem with that. And so, um, and probably not every woman does, but I think that's a common problem for women in general. And um, so you have to recognize, first of all, that that is an issue that you deal with. And you have to um, think about you know what are some steps that i can take to help myself not compare my life my gifts my abilities um, my grades my college career um, my future job the guy that i'm dating or the guy that i'm not dating Uh, eventually in your life you'll get to where you're comparing your children with other people's children your houses with their houses your cars with their cars Mm -hmm. and that is a horrible downward spiral and so as we seek for um, if we seek for contentment in what Christ has done for us, what that brings us to is then a comparison with ourselves and Christ. And let me talk about the other side first for just a second. um, My mind just kind of got ahead of itself a little bit. But first of all, when we compare ourselves to others, there are two major problems that result from that. Either we're very proud of what we've accomplished and what we have and the decisions that we've made and the place that that has Put us in our lives. We can be proud of our looks, of our bodies, of our um, accomplishments, of our wealth, or whatever, or of our humility, so-called. Okay, Mm -hmm. we can be proud of all those things, or it can also produce within us great discontentment. Both of those are strongly resisted by God. He tells us to be content. Uh, with whatever we have, that if we're godly, we are to be content. Uh, if we're proud, then he resists us. So that mm-hmm. both of those attitudes of pride or of discontentment and ungratitude really put us in opposition to God. We are never going to get anywhere in our lives as long as we are in opposition to God. We are constantly going to be striving and trying to get to the next level, which we'll find that there's only another level to achieve. Mm-hmm. Somebody is always going to be prettier, more together, and as we start looking at Instagram and we start looking at Facebook and all of the perfect lives that people try to portray in those areas, whether it's Instagram or Facebook or, or uh, whatever, they might be trying to show us, um, and we start comparing our lives so that we are never going to meet up to the expectations that we place upon ourselves, and what the amazing thing is, is that Jesus does not place those expectations upon us. He tells us, actually, to to come to him. All of us that labor and are heavy laden, mm-hmm. and then we're going to come to him, and he's going to give us rest. And we're going to take his yoke upon us, and we're going to learn of him because uh, he is meek, and he is lowly, and we're going to find rest. And so then, as we shift our focus then from comparing ourselves to these people that we can never, ever you know, attain to, um, and we start shifting our focus to Christ. We realize again, here is the standard that we're never ever going to attain to. Mm-hmm. But this standard that Jesus tells us, He says us to, you know, commands us to be like Christ, to follow Christ, to, um, to serve like Christ, to be the body of Christ. All these passages in Scripture um, that He leads us to brings us to a, a sense of humility and of understanding that we cannot accomplish those things. And so, where do we lean? Mm-hmm. We lean on Christ. And as we're humble, He lifts us up. As we seek Him, He gives us direction. As we delight in Him, He gives He provides desires for our hearts. He doesn't give us whatever we want, but He gives us the desires that He wants us to have. As we um, trust in the Lord with all of our hearts and don't lean on our own understanding And we acknowledge him in all our ways he directs our paths and so the path that he leads us to uses the gifts and abilities that he's given us for his own glory it provides that car that we need at the right time it it leads us down the path of the career choice that he's given us gifts and abilities to accomplish and be content and satisfied in Mm -hmm. and um as we are humble we end up growing and as we grow in that faith we then again we serve other people we serve god we serve our communities we serve our families and so the focus again is completely different from when we find our satisfaction in others to when we find our satisfaction in christ or from when we find our contentment um, in being like christ or that contentment we're constantly reaching for as we compare ourselves to other people. There is just no, they're, they're completely opposed to one another. Yeah. And so finding our contentment in Christ and focusing in Him is really what brings us to having a satisfied, balanced, productive, content, happy, joyful, peaceful life. That other people that strive in this world looking at Instagram, looking at Facebook continually, will never, ever be able to attain.
0: Hmm. Wow, that was that was really encouraging and really great. Um, I've just focused on, I was thinking about the Psalms um, 23 and just how the Lord is our shepherd and just focusing back on what you said, that he will be our guide and he will be our strength and he will give us the desires of our heart. And just when we focus on... Um, how good he is as our shepherd and our Lord. Um, It seems like what we want in our plan for our life is just, we're like, that's no good. We just want his plan in his life because we realize that his is beyond ours and beyond what we want or that new car. So um, just thank you for what you said, and that's that's great to hear, and that's exactly what um, I think girls are just struggling today and just, the main focus. Um, so as we, we have been talking about just, um, how we compare ourselves to others or just, um, satisfaction in relationships. Um, I liked how you said just the helpful ways of coming out of that mindset, um, just to be thankful. Um, I have Psalms 1, 36 one that he is good he is a good um, father he's a good god he's a good lord and just be thankful in um, who he is and what he's given to us and then also just as you were saying to compare yourself to god i have um, written down um, the two verses second corinthians ten seventeen, boast in the lord um, and not in your own talents and not in your own um, abilities but boast in him and then first corinthians 11 one be imitators of me um, and i just think that just describes exactly what you were saying of just um, comparing yourself to God instead of others and focusing on Him and striving to be like Him with the hope and the help that He will give you the strength to do what He has called you to do.
1: Molly, too, I was thinking um, as you were talking about how to get ourselves out of that problem of comparing ourselves um, to other people And, you know, there are some really physical things that we can do. And when we recognize that we have a problem with comparison, but we're still spending all that time on Instagram, Mm -hmm. and we're still spending all that time on Facebook, you know, whatever area that you are in, um, if you need to distance yourself from that social media, only you Mm -hmm. can do that, right? That's a decision that you have to make. and, And sometimes those things become addictions in our lives, and we can justify them. You know, I, I hear a lot of women say, well, I spend this time on Facebook because it helps me keep track of my family, keep in contact with other people. But deep in your heart, you know if you are a person who struggles with comparison. And mm-hmm. so many, many, many years ago, um, I, I got rid of Facebook. And um, part of the reason was because I have a problem with comparing myself to other people and always coming up short and always feeling inadequate. And you put, when you do that, you put a lot of pressure not just on yourself but also on your family because you start thinking, well, um, her husband is doing this and my husband's not doing that or her children, oh my goodness, her children are perfect and they're all doing all these things and my, my children are not perfect. And so rather than shepherding your children the way that you should to bring them to godliness through um, through the Lord and the Word of God, you start thinking, okay, well, she does this with her kids, and so this is how I'm going to do this, and mm-hmm. uh, she does it, and you try to mold your kids, and you try to mold your husband, and you try to mold yourself to fit into these other worlds that these people are portraying on mm-hmm. Facebook, and so it's really important that if you are struggling with this as a, as a young woman, and even as an older woman, that you just say, okay, I am... I love you, my family, but I'm getting off Facebook for a while because I really need to uh, focus on the Lord or whatever Mm -hmm. it is that you need to do. Um, And we have to remember, too, that there are filters that people use to make themselves look a certain way, their bodies to look a certain way, their faces, their hair. And you can't compare yourself to those kinds of things, but we do it all the time. Mm -hmm. And so as we look into the Word of God and we start comparing ourselves with Jesus Christ, and knowing that we're gonna come up short in that area, but that he is going to mold us into his image, there's the hope. We're never gonna look like that superstar yeah. that uses a filter. Okay, we yeah. just saw we just saw um and I can't remember which Kardashian it was or which Jenner it was or whoever yeah. it was that, that had a picture of her taken without a filter and they posted it and she was just devastated. Okay. Mm-hmm. So because she doesn't want people to know what she really looks like in real life and we we have to remember that we can't compare ourselves to those things and expect mm-hmm. ourselves to be those perfect women.
0: One of the things with social media, I don't know if you're, um, I don't know if you know this now, it's becoming a, a bigger thing in our generation. But with, um, I know, Instagram and TikTok, and mm-hmm. um, they're called influencers. And yes. they're just, um, I think that also um, influences um comparison too because they're not celebrities like they don't know how to sing great or um like they're not um actors but they just maybe live in Hawaii and they have a great family and they Mm -hmm. just take pictures on the beach all the time and they eat healthy and share recipes and you're like wow like I want to be like them I want to live in Hawaii (laughs) but I'm in West Virginia in school so yeah so I think they have a lot of influence um on our Social media, especially because they're just like it's hard to see them just as other people with th- their own struggles, but you just see the good and the best of all their glamorous life uh, in Hawaii, and right. you want to be that. And you're like, Well, I want to have that life, or I want to have that perfect family that mm-hmm. they have. So, yeah, yeah I think that's a big too, one. Like,
1: in, you know, several times in the news, I, I've looked. Um, I've seen where they have committed suicide or, you know, Mm -hmm. other things have happened to them as well. And we have to remember that, you know, we're all really, really good at pretending, Mm -hmm. you know, especially if we're going to put something on um, Instagram or TikTok. We can fake it, you know, for that period of time or whatever and and use the filters also uh, when really our lives are falling apart. And so as we even think about influencers, we are supposed to be influencers. We're mm-hmm. supposed to be salt and light. And that influence is not, look at me, look at my life and how wonderful it is. No, it's look at Jesus Christ and how wonderful He can make your life. And even when you're going through difficult times in your life, because everybody does. You know, there's a, there's a purpose for the difficulties that we go through mm-hmm. in our lives. Uh, people who do not know Jesus Christ, they suffer for no reason. We suffer for a reason, whether it is to um, help other people and draw them to Christ or whether it is to make us more like Christ. Our suffering is always for a purpose. And rather than portraying our lives as being so great and how great we are, it's no, my life can sometimes be a mess. I mean, Mm -hmm. these are, I, I struggle with, you know, whatever it might be, but look at how great my God is and look at how he gets me through these struggles. It goes back to, to, um, Psalm 23 that you just brought up. You know, the Lord's my shepherd. I shall not want. He's the one who leads me into all of these paths. It's not anything that I have done. It's not because mm-hmm. I exercise three hours a day or I yeah. eat this and I live in Hawaii and I have this perfect body and this tan. Food. You know, yeah. all these different uh-huh. things. It is is it it is pointing to the great God that we have. So our influence has to be the salt and light in pointing people to Christ.
0: Mm-hmm. Thank you. I mean, that's... Everything that I really wanted to cover and just great points that I didn't even think about and that are a great challenge to me. Is there any other um, just final thoughts or helpful ways that um, specifically we can just change in our thinking or just like daily exercises that will help um, in the process. I know you said um, getting rid of social media which is um, just a good cleanser. I've done that multiple times just right. deleting it all. <laughs> but somehow I you find myself re-downloading re- it. Re- <laughs> it. Right, right. So, yeah. But just like fasting, I guess in that and maybe like you don't have to delete it if like right. you've already refocused your mind and I, I don't know. Just, I just think it is understanding is it, at, re- it really me, is
1: so. understanding what your struggles are. You know, some some people don't, don't find that to be a struggle, but you know deep down in your heart, mm-hmm. if you are one who struggles with that, then you know that you are struggling with it, and then you need to take the steps to get rid of that, to cleanse your life of that so that you're not constantly comparing. You know, We know a lot of verses about, um, you know, God, God shares with us what He requires of us and the mm-hmm. standard that He holds us to. Um, I think about Proverbs 10.31 that says, Favors deceitful and beauty is vain, mm-hmm. but a woman who fears the Lord shall be praised. And um, so the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And the Bible says when we compare ourselves among ourselves, then we are not wise. And um, so there are a lot of things that uh, the Word of God just should fill us and flow in our minds. And if we are filling ourselves with the Lord throughout the day, First thing in the morning, you know, as we're, we're filling our minds with the Word of God, and also as we start looking into the Word, we don't want to be the person who is the hearer and not the doer. We don't want to be the person who beholds our face in the glass and turns around and immediately forgets what we were like, and we just start thinking that we're okay. We're always comparing ourselves with the glass of the Word of God, with, with Jesus Christ. And when our goal is to be like Him, Versus being like that other person, we have a sure focus and a sure anchor. And -hmm. it's one thing that I need in my life because whenever I get away from the Word of God and I get away from, from that anchor and that rock, I find myself darting about and having no purpose and no true focus, and I'm confused and I'm frustrated and I'm miserable. But when I keep my focus on the Lord... Then all of the other areas of my life, even though they're imperfect still, mm-hmm. I could still compare myself and, and come up short every single time, okay? Even though that they're imperfect, I can still go back to the Word of God and say, Okay, Lord, what do you require of me? You want me to fear you. You require that I, um, I walk humbly, I do justly. And I love mercy. These are the things that you require of me. You want me to be the body of Christ. You want me to be salt and light. And as I fulfill the purposes that he's given to me and I'm pleasing to him, then contentment follows. You're never going to find contentment mm-hmm. by
0: trying to follow the world's standards. Yeah. And that's good, just a daily reminder, um, just in your devotions or just in your quiet time every morning, just to refocus your mind, just mm-hmm. exactly what you said. Um, well, thank you for all the, all the advice and all the uh, words of wisdom that you've just um, given to me. It's a lot of think- to think on, and it's a, a prevalent topic that I feel like we all struggle with And that's very um, prevalent in our world today.
1: Thank you, Molly, for inviting me to your podcast. I enjoyed having this conversation with you. Well, thank you you. so much for being on it.